Hello, everyone. Welcome to One More Prime, the Transformers Watch Along. I'm Mike Schwartz, illustrator, dad, and lifelong Transformers fan. I'm joined by my son, Emmett. Hello. And my daughter, Elsa. Hello. We are here to discuss and watch More Than Meets the Eye Part 1, the very first episode of the Generation 1 cartoon. This is where it all began. Or was it? Not really. Transformers began as two separate Japanese toy lines, Microman and Diaclone. At the 1983 Tokyo Toy Fair, Hasbro product developers discovered the two toy lines and envisioned them as one for American consumers. Hasbro began working with Marvel Comics to develop the storyline and character bios of these converting robot toys. Over the course of a weekend, editor Bob Budiansky finalized a concept that brought Microman and Diaclone together into Autobots and Decepticons, the Transformers. Capitalizing on the recent success of G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, Hasbro and Marvel simultaneously launched the Transformers toy line, the four-issue comic miniseries, and the three-episode cartoon pilot, which we are about to watch now. If you would like to watch along with us, all G1 Transformers episodes are available to stream on Tubi. That's how we're watching. We'll let you know when to pause for commercial breaks. Written by George Arthur Bloom and airing on September 17th, 1984, this is More Than Meets the Eye, Part 1. Okay, here we go. First episode with the classic season one intro. Now, we've watched a few episodes from around the seasons. Which Not at all in wh- order. Which intro was your favorite? Season two. Yeah, me too, although I do like season one. Yeah, this is good. I love the jazz move right there where he transforms and goes right back. Ooh, Megatron do a backflip. <laughs> Music, so, so good. Yeah, and this guy's voice, millions of years ago. Classic look of Cybertron. It's kind of what it looked like in the Bumblebee movie. Yeah, I I really liked that movie. I really liked how they did it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, but what they said about them, Autobots and Decepticons... Are they classified two different species or like subspecies of the same species? Like a I don't know, like a turtle, like a turtle <laughs> and a painted turtle. I think it depends on the continuity. Yeah, you're right. Oh, is the first transformer we see is a wheeljack. Wheeljack. Yay! Yay! And Bumbleman, a bumblebee. I love these modes. Now they never made Yes. They never made any toys of these, did they? No, they did not. Sadly. Yeah, I love I love minivan wheel jack. I can relate to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how long Mega is Mi- a how long is a mega mile? And how do they even have miles? Not sure. 
Is like a Mega Mile ten miles. Oop. Eighty nine Batmobile armor. And, uh, Starscream has someone else's voice. Yep. Whose voice? Thundercracker. Thundercracker, yeah. Uh And you didn't believe him? Hey, oh. Sunstorm! And a weird purple seeker. Yeah. And fire. I love that form, too. Yeah. I, I, I want a toy of that. I love it when they're just random uh, Transformers just where they shouldn't be. Like how Starscream had the wrong voice. Yeah. Well, we we will see a lot of continuity errors. That's what they're called, continuity error. Or like how the, how um they phase through stuff. That's funny. Wait a second, Bumblebee, a hover car has wheels. I know. Well, he did mention his axle, so he Call wasn't lying. See, because these Cybertronian forms of the Seekers have got a lot of love lately. Who's that guy? Soundwave! Why is he a lamppost? He's are just hanging even, out as a lamppost. Are there even lampposts on Cybertron? That raises the question. Is Blaster a lamppost too? Or is he like a... That was a Cybertronian job. And once he got to Earth, he's like, it's much cooler to be a beatbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A boombox, excuse me. Excuse me. Beatbox is what you do. Right. And also Mirage is awesome. Oh, yeah. Cybertronia modes are pretty cool. There he is. Our bro Prime. Wait, that wasn't Mirage. Looks like No, that was Jazz. Cybertronia Jazz, another great mode. Yeah, but mm -hmm. it looked like Mirage. Mm-hmm. They, they both look very similar. Little laser beak. Ah, first appearance of Megatron. He has more like a snake-like voice. Starscream looking sassy. <laughs> Hands on his hip. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not to appear for so long. When does he come back? Well, I don't know. Probably when they start building the space bridge and stuff like that. This is good character development. Starscream's yeah. first thing he says just sums up his character. Yeah. I want to lead the Decepticons. The Ark. Oh. The toy is coming pretty soon. 
I already saw someone unbox it. It looks amazing. Oh. <laughs> and even the uh, the computer. Oh, Teletrain 1. Yeah, Teletrain 1. I'm oh. pretty sure they have another name, though. Right. But that transforms as well, right? Yeah, it does. From a uh, robot to computer to box that I'm pretty sure fits in there. Now, this is interesting. They didn't notice uh, two asteroids colliding right in front of them. <laughs> uh, you you think they would have established a better flight plan. Yeah, you guys, you have ears, right? And the radar and, and satellites. Radar. And for some reason, weird lubricant blood that Ironhide just shed. Yeah. Whoa, Jazz just flies out. <laughs> Jazz, no! Yeah, now they have a giant laser beam. It's kind of like the Enterprise, their little uh, deflector thing, a little radar dish at the front of it. I know we're not talking very much. We're, we're engrossed in this. This is such a classic moment. It, most Transformers adaptations usually have this. The Decepticons boarding party and the crash of the ships. So it's like, we fly Ark, something happens, meteors crash, we... Oh! We get, oh. You just missed Ironhide with a, with a drop kick. Oh, I didn't see that. And Optimus yelled attack, like Starscream for some reason. Yeah. He doesn't yell. He's calm boy. I mean, he's supposed to be. And there they go flying. Right into the volcano! Boom! And then Beast Wars happens. Commercial break. We'll create a new file. We are back from the commercial break at 8 minutes and 24 seconds. Okay, so we f uh, four million years later, Beast Wars happens, all that stuff, and then suddenly, Ooh. and this is, and then yeah, the classic shot of the base. Not exactly sure that how that happens, that the, a volcano eruption reveals the bottom of the volcano, oh, but yeah. Should I say offline? Now this guy, He's didn't they name him? Sky Spy or Spy? Yeah, Sky Spy. They yeah. included him in that arc toy, along with a very, very tiny scale of a Galvatron for Unicron Optimus. Oh, cool. Skywarp is the first one up? Yeah. You think... Megatron, my love. <laughs> you, you think the... Um... The Autobot computer would recognize the bad guys and not wake them up first. They wake. They don't wake. He doesn't wake a single Autobot up. The Decepticons fly away, which they could have. And here's bad strategy. The Decepticons could have just destroyed all the Autobots, but then we wouldn't have a show. Yeah, no, no Autobots. 
Autobots, no show, unless we're having a POV of the Decepticons. That would be cool. If the Autobots were online, if it, if Sky Spy was smart, <laughs> they would have taken a peaceful approach, like, leave them be and not, like, destroy their parts. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll never know. Ah! <laughs> so Scream just starts firing. What's with Megatron's big fist? So yeah. It's just like, but why? Starscream's voice is a little subdued. He's not quite the screaming Starscream we get used to later on. Now, now, hey. finally. So Starscream actually wakes him up because his blasting yeah. kind of makes a little rock slide and that triggers the Autobots. You know, without Starscream. Oh, if Megatron <laughs> found out about that? Yeah, thanks. Destroy Starscream, destroy. Those rocks. Pick a random rock. Uh, I know. Pick uh, a rock, any rock. Um, uh, that one. Who's your favorite cassette? Like, original cassette of Soundwave. Mm. Laserbeak, Ravage, Rumble Frenzy. I think Laserbeak. Yeah, but me too. I say Rumble is red, Frenzy's blue. Uh. We're going by this show we're watching right now. Okay. But I go by the toy line. Okay. I, I really don't know. I don't know, many, I don't know much about them. Oh, here's the roll call. Hound, Cliff Jumper. Easy Cliff Jumper. You know, Hound was planned for like the Bumblebee role of the show until, well, Bumblebee. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So here's the Decepticons being sneaky, always invading uh, power plants and oil rigs. Aw, little boy. <laughs> I know. Tiny little boy. <laughs> yeah. Eh? There's so many Transformers that have New York accents and various other accents. Uh -huh. I wonder if they like hot dogs. What? <laughs> I wonder if they like hot dogs. Frumble likes hot dogs? I wonder if any Transformers like hot dogs. I don't know. There might be an episode all about them eating hot dogs. Oh, we just yes. don't know. <laughs> well, uh, they must if Rat Trap knows what cheese is. Oh. Wrong show. You know what? Wrong show. We're not watching Beast show. Wars yet. Look how much progress they've made. They're doing very... In like two seconds. They don't even have the Constructicons yet. I don't remember Cliffjumper being this ready to uh, start busting heads. Yeah, I didn't... He's very aggressive. I mean, he dies in, like, every single movie. Mm. Getting split in half and, and turning into zombies. Transformers Prime 2, yeah. Get, uh, I forgot what happened to him. Did Maybe he, he knows that and he's that makes him disgruntled. Angry. 
I've seen my future. You kill me, so I kill you. Now, they included this big old cannon in his latest toy release, right? Yeah, they included it in Earthrise. I love that. Oh, sweet. Here comes laser beak. Oop, no opening in his chest. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, he just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, on Cybertron, how do they know what cassettes are? I, you know, I mean, these are the questions that maybe better uh, go unanswered. But didn't they say in one show that Cybertron was all about art, music, and peace? Probably the comics. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa, that was that's... a show. Just a flying cannon. Oh. Boom. Weird gas. Oh, what was in there? Oh, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Poor hound. Oh! Is this, um... Holler, later called Grapple, appears. Holler. This is the only episode he appears in, I believe. Which then he's renamed Grapple. Yeah. And weren't they going to make a toy out of him and he was going to be uh, green? Well, he was Grapple Colors, but they uh, just redesigned him to be green. Oh, okay. He's one of the Constructicons that built Megatron. Cost of gas. <laughs> <coughs> oh, there he goes. Doesn't even transform. Well, he can't. Oh. Looks like they're in Monument Valley. Triplets. They know how to use cameras. Yeah. Oh, it's a Polaroid. Ooh, That's. I love Polaroids. They have paper. Yeah. Hmm. But no trees. Oh. Ravage is my favorite. Not just because of Beast Wars. Uh -huh. Humans. <gasps> First appearance of humans. Yo. Uh-oh. Ooh, his head flies off. Oh, no. Ooh, giant robot cat. Yeah, Ravage just always seems imposing to me. Scary looking. This is before they really knew what Energon was. Mm-hmm. Here's where we get to meet everybody. Like Prowl, Cliff Jumper, Trailbreaker, Wheeljack. In his Earth mode now. Ironhide, Mirage, Sunstreaker. I love Sunstreaker. Sideswipe, his brother. Yeah, Sunstreaker's amazing. Do they have siblings? Yes. 
No, he didn't say his catchphrase. He said, let's roll, not roll out. Also, we have Jazz's transformation. His kind of little hop, hop jump into a car. I love that. It's a little animation detail that gives him personality. Ooh, an oil rig. Oh, and here we meet Spike and his dad, the Witwickies. Who brings their son to an oil rig? I mean, if he's old enough to work. How old is he? I'm not sure they say. Guessing he's a teenager. He's old enough to work. He looks like he's 16, because that's what he drive. Well, okay, he's at least 16. Oh! Well, Megatron just no. throws... He is 16. The Autobots are driving him, so he wouldn't need to drive. Oh, this is some real action. I'm just this... laughing in the background. Spike took a swing at Rumble. Rumble just backhanded him into the water. You see a, a, a splash of water. Splish. Energon cubes, which sound like lightsabers. This is something we should address and get out of the way, because we're going to hear about it a lot. Transformers used a lot of Star Wars sound effects throughout the whole series. Yep. It's, it is distracting. Star Wars has such identifiable sound effects that your ears just perk up. Like, that's a TIE fighter. Like, hey, that's a lightsaber. Right. So instead of us yelling out TIE Fighter lightsaber every single time, we'll just acknowledge that it happens, and it happens a lot. This too, the Autobots are flying in. And there's Megatron turning into the gun. But I want to go back to the Autobots flying. I don't mind the Decepticons flying, but... It, if they're in robot mode when they're obviously going to turn into a jet. Yeah, but that that's fine. Flying Decepticons, I, I think they look kind of cool, and I like that that's their advantage. It's always weird to me, even as a kid when I was watching it for the first time, that I don't, I never thought the Autobots should fly. It, it, it just kind of gives the Decepticons a one-up. Except the actual Autobots that turn into jets. And exploding energy on the first instance of that. Oh yeah, it's a very volatile... He just pecks. <laughs> peck, peck at Prime's eye. Ooh, is that the first firing of Megatron's cannon? And look at the damage. It just took out half an oil rig. Oh, the d ecological disaster. It's just spewing oil all into the ocean. Uh, I'm, not sure even I'm not sure even Flex Tape can fix that. No, no. No. Now, Autobots can swim? Are they wading water? They're heavy, but they can swim. Yeah, Spike is about 16. His voice still cracks. Uh, yeah. Well, go ahead. You think we should survive. And now we're seeing the preview for episode two. The narrator's back. Oh! Optimus and Megatron are battling with their famous laser weapons. Do those ever appear again? 
I'm not sure. And then, oh, Optimus rolling off a cliff. Well, there we go, everybody. That was fun. Elsa's rocking out. All right, so we finished our first episode. Kids, what did you think? Oh, it was uh, pretty good. Yeah, um, pretty good. It covers a lot of ground. It introduces the whole lore of Cybertron and introduces a lot of characters. Transformers always has way more characters than they know what to do with because, of course, they're trying to sell toys. But yeah. I think they established a, a lot of characters very quickly and even got the humans into it. I don't really mind that they have many characters. It was way shorter than the uh, comics introduction of them. It looks like it could fill up a novel. Yes, we did read the um, the first few issues of the, the Marvel miniseries, the original one, and yeah, most most of the pages are just full, full of text. The, like, the, the poor letterers. On one page, it was introducing everyone, and you can really tell like when they're trying to introduce, like, I, Ironhide, or... That is right, Mirage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they dress everyone by name and what they do and their personality. But no, this was pretty good. I'm looking forward to watching part two. So so we should have a grading system when we watch these episodes. I, I think we should go by Energon Cubes, one to ten. I like that. So out of one to ten Energon Cubes, what do we give this episode? Or we don't have to agree. We can change. So Emma, what do you think? I think 9 out of 10 Energon Cubes because it sets up a great story with minimal mistakes. And even those mistakes can lead to us laughing or just adding new com characters completely. That's right. Yeah, in terms of uh, animation errors and continuity errors, th this didn't have... This was pretty good. A and w yes... We have watched a few out of sequence before, and it does get a little loose. I'm not going to say sloppy, because we, we, we enjoy laughing with it. Yes. We love the show, and sometimes odd things happen, and we laugh with it. Well, especially that one alien one. That one scared me. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We'll, we'll get to Child's Play eventually. Also, how many Energon Cubes do you give this episode? Eight out of ten. Okay. I think I will go. I will go nine. It, it's it's really good. It's a great setup, and it's it's only part one. There's two more episodes to to set up the entire Transformers series, which then, will go on for years and years. And then we start getting into the fun stuff. Yes, and then like you 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 build the foundation, and then you can have fun with it. All right, I think we're good. So we will be back next time for part two of More Than Meets the Eye. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with me, kids. Emmett, Elsa. And um, I, I, f I feel like we're stalling. I feel like we need to have uh, like a, an, a catchphrase. Rollout's too much. You know what? We'll think of it later. All right, bye. <laughs>